Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa Story Time. 21st uh, Story Time, despite the name, is, is not at all for children. And it's stories like today that will reinforce that. Uh, telling the story last Friday about my time at Christian Camp at Calvin Crest, kind of like a log jam, broke loose a, a bunch of other memories. That one is when we're at Sherwood Forest. That's when you're in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. That's when we're in fourth grade. We were kind of being tormented by some of the older kids. But we worked our way up till finally we were in sixth grade. And Sherwood Forest, when we were in sixth grade, we were pretty much, we were the older guys. We ran the whole place. Then you go to junior high. Well, and, that's and you, kind and you, of scary. You switch. Yeah. Once you go from, junior, from uh, elementary to junior high, now you switch again. Now it's the eighth graders who are the big guys. And the seventh graders are the, the, the inferior punks. So... But but we go we're, now we've graduated from Sherwood Forest. We're no longer there doing the kid stuff. We're doing more adult things. And, and one of the things was called logging camp. It sounded really exciting. Instead of sleeping in uh, the kind of little shacks and tents that they had or whatever, we would go out into the deep woods and we would sleep out out of doors. And it was much more of a a camping experience uh, than uh, necessarily a a camp experience where there's a lot of games and stuff. We were actually out in the wilderness. And now, like I said, we're seventh graders, the eighth graders, and a lot of them, that was the thing about Calvin Crest. People came from everywhere, so there were people from big schools who thought that they were really tough, and the, the kids acted really tough. So there was a group of those kids, too. And normally, we would always have friction, because they would, one of the things that a, an older classman tries to do is let you know that, hey, we got you under under our thumb. You're going to do what we, we say. And we're like, no, that, that ain't going to happen. You guys, you, you got a, a different idea of the way things are. So... There's words expressed. Let me just say it that way. There's words expressed. This is the very first night. And we're all sleeping outside. And we each have our own little areas where we're all under these trees. And in the middle of the night, this uh, group of uh, thugs, I'll call them, they come to attack our camp. But we're ready for it. We knew. I, 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 was, I was always very much planning ahead of time. So we, we already had our sleeping bags ready to go and take off. Except, remember Mike Etheridge? The guy we kept talking about? Yeah. Mike Etheridge, the guy who was, his parents were rich. Yeah. And, and, and in any other circumstance, Mike was the one bragging about how we got to do everything and then no everyone else got to do nothing and uh, spoiled brat spoiled brat so so mike when the shoe was on the other foot no one felt that bad about ragging on mike so when these guys came to attack our camp we all took our sleeping bags and left mike we didn't even know we just we knew they were coming and we left his ass there <laughs> so we hear all this commotion all this yelling and crying and then the, the counselors come and we come walking up and, and mike's there are you a counselor they had thrown his sleeping bag way up in the tree. It was like 30 feet up there. So I don't like these guys, but they're, they're making me laugh. This is only the very first day. And on that first day, my dad had told me, and this is where my dad was wrong. I always assumed my dad was right about it. He's saying, a mountain stream is one some of the cleanest water you're ever going to come across. It's purified every so many feet. It's cool. Getting a cool drink out of a mountain stream is one of life's simple pleasures. So I was doing that. I was... I'd get hot, go to the stream. I don't think my dad realized and knew about the world of parasites. Because a lot of those mountain streams got things in them that you don't need to be drinking. So, with that belly full of parasites, and this is how I imagine it worked out. The next day, I realize I'm feeling some intestinal discomfort. Let's put it that way. Let's go over a little defining terminology here. The term... Barbara Streisand, I, as I've mentioned before. I think anybody that's listening to the show probably knows. Okay. It's a, it's, 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 it's a disaster when you only expect a, uh, some wind. You expect wind, but it's a hurricane. Right? Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So my stomach's like... Ugh. 
And, and there was girls up there, too, by the way. And it was only, since it was more of a roughhouse type camp, the, the girls were rougher, too. But there was one really pretty blonde girl. And the, the latrines were a good distance away from the camp, which is a good idea. About a quarter mile. So I realized I got to get there, and I got to get there soon. I've got to get there soon. And this girl, I can't remember her name, says, I'll come with you. And this is what all the guys were waiting for is for this pretty girl to talk. So I have urgency. I've, I've got, I'm on a time frame, and she's walking. She's talking. She's being nice. And she's. And I'm like, this is what I've always wanted, you know, to have a, a, a girl in junior high, a pretty girl talking to me, interested in what's going on. All I can think of is how I need to get there. I need to get there. My panic level's at 11 at this point. I, I'm not even listening to what she's saying. About 50 yards from from the latrines, I realized. Oh no, Barbara's Barbara's on me now. She she, she <laughs> snuck up on me. Oh no no no. So no. I, she doesn't know why, but I sprint the last 50 yards. Yeah. And I, I think and I broke some sort of a land speed record. I'm not sure what it is. Now serving for, number for, two for a 12 year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I broke that land speed record. However, tremendous collateral damage. I don't know once once something like that is engaged, it, it's awful. So I'll to be. As discreet as I can, let's just say everything was wasted but my socks. Let's just say that, all right? I, I realize the one pair of pants, because I was allowed to pack my bag for the first time, the one pair of pants that I brought ain't going to be used as a pair of pants anymore. Ruined. Ruined. Sorry. And I'm, it was awful. It was awful. Ooh. I remember because my mom insisted, I'm going, you need to bring a bathing suit. You need to bring something. I'm like, I'm going to go swim in the mountains. Thank God my mom said that. So I'm able to put on the bathing suit. This is only the second day. So the next five days, no matter how, You're cold, in a bathing no matter how cold it got, <laughs> it's like 30 degrees. Brad, why don't you put on some, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know when you're just lying through your teeth? I'm, I, I, you're not cold? Not at all. I, I don't feel a single thing. And, of course, after four days of wearing nothing but a pair of bathing trunks, they weren't quite the same hue. It, they they looked. I think they were blue when they started. They were. They weren't pristine. They were, more, anymore. they were not pristine. So, I learned a lesson. I learned a valuable lesson. Run when you need to. Don't see. If I would have just started. If I would have left the blonde, and just ran. You would have made it. I would have made it. It was. It was my own selfish desire to think that she wanted to talk to me that that, that did me in. Sometimes talking is not the most urgent. And, and I will say, I don't know why I tell these stories. That's one of the most horrible memories that I have of my young life. But you know what? Story time's not always pleasant. Sometimes there's, sometimes it's pretty bad, and it, and it was, it was bad that time.